and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for April 28th, 2019. Don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. Okay, we have three, three new videos up on the blog. I'm going to start with the video that I've been promising for uh, the last few days, and that is uh, Sonia Deville versus Io Shirai from WWE Worlds Collide. And uh, this uh, show was taped during WrestleMania week for the WWE Network. The idea was to have matches with wrestlers from all the different brands that we wouldn't normally see. So you have Sonya from SmackDown uh, versus EO from NXT. Now, there is no storyline significance. So what it really is, is it's meaningless content for the network. Okay? So look at I have no problem with Sonya winning, except most fans won't see this match because they either don't have the network, and the other thing is that more fans than you think don't watch these kind of shows, all right? They only watch uh, Raw, even if they have the network. They watch Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and the pay-per-views, and they don't watch the other stuff, all right? Did you know that WWE still produces WWE main event? No one watches or cares about it. So that's, it's the same with this show. You know, not enough people are going to see it to go, oh boy, Sonya did great. You know? Now really, if the WWE really wanted to get Sonya over, they need to stop having Corey Graves fawn over Mandy Rose and give Sonya some love. You know? Uh, and the other thing, of course, the, the second thing, which is actually the more likely thing that they're going to do, you know, they've already teased that the two will split, and uh, they'll probably have to get Sonya away from Mandy to get her over, okay? It, you know, the fawning will continue, and the fawning, they don't even realize how it hurts Sonya, okay? But it does, you know? You, you give one half all this attention, and there's no question it hurts her, okay? Now, uh, it's very similar to when Sasha Banks was constantly losing to Charlotte Flair. They had to move Sasha away from Charlotte for her own good, you know, because she was never going to get over. All right? So that's my problem with this match. It's not the match itself, which is fine. It's that it shouldn't have been booked in the first place. It's lunk-headed booking, okay? You're doing it for the novelty, but it means nothing, all right? They'll forget all about it next week at WWE. Guarantee it. Whoever booked this match, it'll all be forgotten. All right. So they need to save it. They needed to save it for later. Later, when it means something. Now, of course, Sonya gets way too much offense in mostly mauling Io in a body scissors, and like all the Joshi wrestlers, Io is great at selling offense. So then she turns things around when Sonya misses an Insiguri. But uh, Io takes too long to get up to the top rope for her moonsault, so she misses. She lands on her feet, but then Sonya hits a spear and gets the win. Now, you know, the other thing I want you to take note of is that Mia Yim is on commentary, <laughs> complaining about MMA fighters invading the NXT women's locker room. So this, this kind of ties into current storylines at NXT with uh, uh, Shayna uh, ba Baszler, uh, Jessamyn Duke and Marina Shafir kind of bullying all the girls, right? So, and in case, but the problem with that, at least 
uh, you know, in any way. In case you didn't know, Mia shares a house with Shana and Jessamyn, so she obviously doesn't really believe that. So there's nothing wrong with the match. It's fine. You know, both, both girls do fine, except the booking is pointless and thoughtless, okay? It's just being done for the novelty of it, you know, and they didn't think about, you know, what, if, what happens if we decided to do something long-term here? You got to think long-term in this business, okay? They didn't do that. Now, before I go on to the uh, other uh, uh, two, uh, the two fights from last night's UFC show, forgot to mention the other day that uh, Kyrie Sane did an interview on Thursday with uh, Tokyo Sports. Of course, the interview was in Japanese. I just wanted to mention a couple of things that she, uh, she talked about. Uh, nothing really big, but she did mention that Randy Orton came up to her backstage at SmackDown and told her that he really liked the insane elbow, you know? And she doesn't know Randy Orton. She probably never met him before. But she had to be really happy to hear that from somebody like Randy Orton, you know, and she took the time to mention it. AJ Styles said the same thing to her, but she knows AJ from when he uh, used to travel to Japan all the time, okay? So it, the other thing she mentions which uh, basically Asuka said something similar when she was interviewed to ask the same question, is that Kyrie does not like American food very much, and so she does her own cooking. Okay, I don't know if she does that on the road, but she, she says that's what she does. She does her own cooking. Asuka said the same thing a couple of years ago. She says that um, um, Florida sushi is awful, and so she really has to do her own cooking. And she... It, it, the one thing that Asuka did, which made me laugh, is uh, one time when she went to, on, uh, on, to Japan with the WWE, um, they actually had a show in Singapore, and they were stuck in Singapore for, uh, you know, the flight was delayed. And so when they landed in Tokyo, the first thing Asuka did when she got to Tokyo is she went to a public bath. Okay, you say, What? or as we call it, Yiddish Schwitz, okay? But they have them in Japan, all over Japan, right? We don't have them here. We, I don't know, maybe we still have steam baths here. We used to. Uh, but uh, that's the first thing she did when she landed in Japan. And she probably ate some sushi afterwards too because, like she said, she doesn't like Florida sushi. So, you know, a, uh, you know Kyrie is going to be a big star. That's all I got to say about it. Okay. Let's move on to last night's UFC show. We've got two women's matches on the show. I have both videos up on the blog. Uh, the show was in uh, Sunrise, Florida. So the first match, uh, Carla Esparza versus Verna Jandaroba, which was at Strawweight. Uh, Verna was the Invicta Strawweight champion. Uh, she stepped in on short notice when Lavinia Souza pulled out. Carla is a former Invicta and UFC champ who has been on a skid lately. Now. Her strength is wrestling, Verna's is BJJ. So I expected most of the match to happen on the ground, but I did not expect Carla to go for a takedown early in, first round, early in the first round. And I guess she wanted to get top position and win the fight that way. And uh, she was really never close to getting a submission or anything like that because she was defending Verna's submission attempts from the bottom. But Carla adjusted well, and she won round one, 10 to nine. Uh, Verna did better in round two and got her own takedowns and was on in top position. So I scored that round 10-9 for Verna. So the decision 
was going to depend on who was on top in round three, uh, and that was Carla. So I scored round three, 10 to nine for Carla, and the fight 29-28, two of the judges scored it the same, and the third scored it 30-27 for Carla. So the lesson that Verna should learn from this is she can't have, can't live on the bottom hunting for submissions. Judges will not score that in her favor. If she happens to get a submission, great. But what she needed to do in that situation is get out of it, okay, and get back to her feet and maybe get her own takedown. But, um, you know, she didn't do that enough uh, for my liking. Now, Carla said that she worked on her strength and conditioning at the UFC uh, Performance Institute, and uh, that paid off with a win. I thought she looked pretty good, so uh, enjoy the video. Uh, some of you who really like uh, kind of high-level uh, groundwork will probably enjoy it. Some of you, uh, maybe not so much. Okay, the other fight uh, on that show, I uh, also have the video up, is Angela Hill versus Jody Escabel from last night's UFC show in Sunrise, Florida. Now, Jessica Penny was supposed to face Jody in February, but she missed weight and then uh, sprained her ankle on fight day, so they rebooked the fight. And then Angela replaced Jessica last week. Now, they are teammates at Alliance in San Diego. Now, I don't know why Jessica pulled out, but uh, she was in Angela's corner. So I'm not sure if she's injured or what the problem is. So it's a tougher match for Jody, okay, because Angela is quicker than Jessica, okay? Like, in, 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 against Jessica, I would think it's kind of even. I might even favor Jody against Angela, I would favor Angela just because of her quickness. Now, it was funny that John Anik mentioned that these two were supposed to fight in Invicta a few years ago, and then Jody got called to the UFC, because Invicta is where this fight should be. You know, neither fighter belongs in the UFC. The way Dominic Cruz talks, you'd think it was a great technical fight, but he's friends with Angela, so really pay no attention to him. Right? The fight was three rounds of light sparring, which is about what I expected. The big difference is Angela is quicker than Jody. Jody starts out the fight moving forward, plodding. And as the match progresses and she tires, she just gets worse. So she's been like this since Invicta. I mean, she's never been that good. Okay? You got to remember, she was in Tough 23. She did not get called up to the UFC, signed to the UFC immediately. She went back to Invicta, and then uh, um, I think about a year or so later, she got called up to the UFC as a late replacement. So they know she's not really that good, and you know, she really hasn't improved since I saw her back to Invicta. And, and now she's lost all three of her UFC fights. So, you know, uh, Julie Kedzie, who uh, trains with her down at Jackson Wink in Albuquerque, tweeted her disappointment afterwards because she knows Jody will be released. You know, she's lost three. She hasn't looked good in any of them. No. And, uh, you know, so I'm sure she's a very nice person, but she isn't a very good fighter. Now, I'm sure she will be welcomed back to Invicta. Now, I'm sure Angela was very happy to get a win, but we've seen enough of her to know that she can't beat anyone good. So I don't know what's left on her contract, but if it's over... The UFC should be reluctant to renew her because they know who she is. Why delay the inevitable? Okay, so as I said, all three of those videos are up on the, on the blog. You can check them out at frankp316.blogspot.com. Uh, there's a UFC show next week, uh, so I'll be back for that. Uh, not sure what will be going on on SmackDown on Tuesday, but uh, I'll probably won't do a, a, a podcast until um, Friday. Anyway. 
If you have any questions or comments for the podcast, you can leave them on Anchor's voicemail. If you want to subscribe to the podcast, you can do so at Google Play Music, Google Podcasts, iTunes, and Spotify. Enjoy the week and have a good day.